everything is just experience. The more you get into this just being of pure consciousness and you get more and more out of doing and more and more into being, that's actually where all the habits, all the thoughts, all the emotions, all the trauma or whatever you feel or have inside of you actually can play itself out because you're not stuck in it. You see it, you experience it, but you're not getting sucked into it. All right. What's up, Alex? What's up, brother? <laughs> oh, good. So, oh, wait, good. Uh, do you have the same watch as me? What watch is that? Uh, that is just a uh, date just. I, I Dude, I like because I see it blinging across the table. I'm like, wait, hold on, I see the Jubilee band. I see I see the... It, look, it almost looks my sky, like my Sky Dweller. Almost. Yeah, I've, with I've, the, I've the never tried the, this one. It's great. Dude. Let's let's do some swap here real let's quick. I want to see. I, I, I also have a date just, but mine doesn't look like yours. I have a flat, uh, whatever the ring what? thing is around the bezel. I know, pretty much. What is this called? This thing here? No, the bezel is the oh, thing in the middle. I think the ring around it. Dude, it doesn't fit. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, you have you have huge uh, arms, dude. Look at this. <laughs> I, <laughs> you have dude, huge I arms, bro. I can't bro. move my hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to cut so off your shiny, blood. Man. Yeah, dude, this is a beautiful day just, man. Yeah, that's why I bought it. Like, it was uh, in the beginning of the year, I wanted to make six figures in a month. Yeah, and that was my uh, reward. Boom, shakalaka, <laughs> man! Congrats. So oh, it's uh, it's white gold, I, I suppose. Dude, you're, I suppose asking, it's you're white asking gold. the wrong guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this looks nice <laughs> because I never got into the whole watch game. Yeah, uh, I tried to, but uh, I like this one. Mm. I want to get a Daytona. Yeah, me because too. I love, I love, I just love the way it looks. Like I have no idea same, about the exactly whole. Exactly same. I just exactly like, same. I like this one, and, and <laughs> that's it. I'll tell you one thing about the Daytona. Okay. So I went there to the guy where I bought three, three, two Rolexes in Vienna hmm. and back in 2018-19. And back then you just walked in, bought a Daytona, walked Yeah, it out. doesn't work today. Yeah. So I go in there and I'm like, yo, you know, I've been a client before. They treated me really badly, honestly. Really badly. They're like super unfriendly. I'm like, I've been a client before, you know, and they're like, what's your name? And I give him my name. They're like, yeah. you're not in the system. And I'm like, well, here's the, you know, I, I was here, like I bought yeah. this watch and then they, they treated me like I was lying. And then it turned out that the system well, wasn't, the system wasn't up to date until further, further back than 2018. So anyways, I said like, yo, Daytona, six years waiting time. <laughs> anyways, I was like, okay, yeah, well, you know, thanks anyways. And I, uh, I'm, I'm in London and, mm. uh, I go to Rolly store there and I tell them the same and they're like, listen, uh, you know, we could put you on the list here, but you've bought, and then he noticed the Sky Dweller, and he was like, well, where, you know, where do you usually buy your rollies? And I'm like, in Vienna, and he's like, okay, yeah. we recommend you stick to your to your guy, because then you have a higher chance. And they told him I super sought after. And they said, uh, <laughs> this is the funniest part, they're like, it's one of the rarest, and, and also one of the most popular watches. So, Makes but you sense. can, and I'm, like, awesome. and I'm like, okay, if money doesn't matter, is there any way to increase my chances to get one faster? And he said, well, if money doesn't matter, buy a similar watch of similar price, that is not as wanted. And I'm like, do you have any recommendation? He says, go for a Yachtmaster 2. And okay. a Yachtmaster 2 is very bulky, very big watch. And a lot of people with um, with, with narrow uh, wrists, gen definitely not like you, you have huge <laughs> wrists. Uh, a lot of people with narrow wrists can't wear it and they don't like it. Hmm. And I looked at it, I'm like, this looks amazing. I love the Yachtmaster. So I actually went back to Vienna, um, talked to a different person. That person was ultra duper nice. Loved awesome. it. Had a great conversation. I said, "Put me on the list for the for the Yacht Master Two. How yeah. many years does it take?" She's oh, six to nine months. So I'm like, okay. So I actually between now and March, they should give me a call, and I have the Yacht Master Two. It costs 
41k Damn. or something like so it's roughly the same price as the daytona damn and i literally just buy the Amaster 2 to then get the daytona <laughs> it's like and, i want this so i can get this exa exactly so i'm like okay i'll, I'll buy i'll get the yacht master i'm like okay by the way can you put me on the list for the yeah, for the daytona it's like you're leveling up you're like i get this so i can get this so i then can get this yeah yeah it's like but after that i mean I'm done then with the watches. They're nice and all, but I want to start investing in more like something more like that actually gives me cash flow. I've been, yeah. I've, I bought this, um, this Sky Dweller literally after I saw the inflation for 2021 and it was 7%. Yeah. So I'm like, so I have all this money on my bank account. It just lost 7% of its value. Which is crazy, right? And I, it's crazy. And I'm like, yeah. okay, let me go buy a Rolex. <laughs> so I, I was like, I don't want the value to I, drop of my money. I get it. Like I put so much in, uh, it's always weird talking about this in, in public, but just in uh, precious metals because I have mm -hmm. no idea about investing, right? Mm -hmm. About I have a lot of friends who are in real estate. I have no fucking idea about this. Yeah. And just Bitcoin or uh, precious metals or this one as well. And it's like, because I don't want to have cash on hand yeah. like it's fucking it's scary as possible yeah, yeah like it's yeah. like you you see that everything is pretty much a scam yeah like, like you get you get scammed <laughs> this is like this is nothing have you ever looked i don't know what banks it, banks are the dude, biggest scam it's the biggest scam ever like i talked to a friend friend of mine this week have I, I probably you have something like this in austria as well these uh, um this where everybody pays in to get um, a pension when they're older yeah yeah yeah? yeah 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 and it's like some some guy analyzed like what what's actually written on there mm -hmm. and it's pretty much like a guy who had the perfect score like who made a shit ton of money who in invested quote unquote in there every month and it says like in the fine print well well right now this is the amount of money you would get let's say 3k euros pension, which is whatever. like in itself sucks 3k right? a month yeah, yeah imagine yeah. you're like 80 is like 3k <laughs> and, but then they're like well 3k from with today's worth oh right? imagine oh. like of course in 20 years because we print more of this shit this is only <laughs> worth this and this and also we also take taxes from this oh yeah and it's course. like dude you're getting scammed i mean like, that's like you know <sighs> i pay taxes and i and I recommend everybody to pay taxes. Yeah, I pay taxes just just in case the government is listening. To <laughs> yeah. You know, but I but pay taxes as well. <laughs> but yeah, but here's the caveat: you still want to be smart about paying taxes. One hundred. Is that simple? Yeah. And I have so many clients that come to us as you know Germans, Austrians. Usually Germans are Austrians. Of course, dude. That's or, why I left Germany like six years ago. Exactly. Like, and what you am know, I doing here? Yeah. the first thing they do is after they reach 10k or 20k a month is like. Wait a minute! Yeah. I just got my I just got my taxes. <laughs> what the hell is this? Yeah. Where, why are they taking all my money, Max? I'm like, well, you live in Germany. What do you recommend? Like, what of do you course. say? It's fifty percent taxes. And of then they're course. like, what can I do to not have to do this? And I'm like, yep. well, you know, generally speaking, what keeps you in Germany? And a lot of people are like, well, the weather sucks. Yeah. The people are boring. Yeah. It's not an environment conducive to growth on an entrepreneurial side. Cause oh hell most, no. Most, oh hell no. Yeah. Most Germans people are like, you for just it. get a job. Like a normal. Cause why don't you do something proper and get a job? Dude, people hate you for it. In yeah. Germany, especially in, if you're successful. Yes. Like the envy is so crazy. And envy I, culture. And, yeah. And I don't know where this is coming from because those are literally the people who are creating your jobs right yeah who true, are actually true. creating value like this is a concept most people don't get like politicians don't create value right just <laughs> it's like just because they're like this is a stimulus package go 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 fetch hey wait <laughs> wait a minute we're running out with our money's losing all its value what should we do mr politician print more money it's like yes, <laughs> that is not how it works brother you actually gotta create something of value but hey hey i see the politicians on the tv he's wearing a suit 
he must be trustworthy. You know? he, he gotta, he's gotta know what he's talking about. Of course. And you know, you know, uh, I mean, yo, you know, I'm not, I'm not somebody here to. I'm, I know very little about politics. Let me put it that way. Mm. And I wanted to stay it that way. Yeah. Because all the knowledge, all every second that I invest in trying to understand this fairly complicated and very, very extensive construct of you know international politics geopolitics socioeconomic factors every second i invest in understanding this i lose on investing it into value that i can create for my clients True. value that i can create for my company value that i can, that I can create quite frankly for myself although these these three things kind of go coexist and, and they they True. link to, into each other so i'm like why why do i care like what and this is kind of so this is bugging me so much when people say like Hey, Max, what do you think about so-and-so? What do you think about this and that? Having said this and that, I'm like, oh, are you a billionaire? <laughs> because you clearly have the luxury of caring about such things. You must be crushing it in life already. Because otherwise, I don't see any reason why I would spend a microjoule of energy on creating a freaking opinion. Like, True. It, the broker you are, the more opinions you have. And this is really, really cool. Like... The like really think about it. I can gauge your brokenness by how many opinions you have that have nothing mm. to do with you. Like, well, my opinion on Jake Paul is this. My opinion about Logan Paul is this. And I think so and so should have been canceled because of the thing. And I'm like, yo, while you do that, while you create your precious little opinions, you know what I do? I make money. I create value for my clients. I create value for my company, for the people in the company, for the for the families that depend on the value that I create. True. That's what I do with my time and energy. But hey, at least you have an opinion on I don't like that the sports guy wasn't doing the thing and I think <laughs> he should be canceled. I'm yeah. like, okay, great. Are you already making millions? Because <laughs> yeah. you should like and then and then those are then those are the kind of people that, you know, blame others why they're not successful. Yeah, but it's like the, the classic thing of not looking the reality in the eye as it is, right? I mean, because if you look at yourself or your life and there's always something to improve on, there's always something that you haven't figured out yet. And of course it hurts more to look at this than to actually uh, look at somebody else who's fucking up or somebody else who's not creating value, yeah. right? Yep. Some, somebody who has a different, different opinion than you. And suddenly you can feel this rush of emotions that most people are actually addicted to, right? We talked about, about it earlier with the whole drama thing. Mm, like how yeah. many people are fucking hooked on drama or outrage or on drama or outrage. And just look at the headlines which are popular. Just look at the content which yeah. is popular. Mm. Like as, as much as I hate it to admit, but the kind of content that, that, that I'm doing or that we are doing, like at, w at what point will it become mainstream? Will it ever become mainstream mm -hmm. to talk about, hey, just work on yourself, sit down and meditate, sit down, read a book, sit down, build a business. Because the stuff that people actually react to are well, negative emotions, mm -hmm. right? If we look at the, the scale of, of consciousness or levels of consciousness, you have, you have, most people are stuck in apathy, right? Most people are stuck in shame or in mm -hmm. guilt. Mm -hmm. And of course, if you feel this, you want to you want to put these emotions in other people as well. If you are driven by curiosity, by love, by courage, if you are driven by just inner peace, right? The work you create will 
solicit this emotion in other people this is the right word solicit yeah, English, yeah. or right? illicit illicit, illicit, illicit right illicit yeah. uh, like two german speakers like <laughs> way you, you say this wait a second <laughs> <laughs> like you you create the same emotion in other people and that is actually how we pull each other up because mm. like everybody who's listening now you 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 all notice this when you are in the better headspace when you actually take care of your own shit at some point this will um this will affect the people around you as well either either it will repel them because they're not on the same level of consciousness yeah. as, as you are either because they're in shame or guilt or apathy but most people it will actually pull up right what how do we how do we say it in english like yeah um, it, dry, it pulls you up this is that's i would say pull up as well right that, yeah. that, that, that is exactly others. what's happening yeah. my question to you and you know you're the kind of guy who you know whenever people follow you on social media all I hear you talking about is consciousness, higher level thinking, meditation, spirituality, but also you're combining it with with entrepreneurialism, with making money, with kind of like the secular world. You have to. M yeah. My question to you is like when you talk about, okay, raising your, your level. So, and this is not even woo woo. Like, again, like I'm sitting in front of Alex here. He's, he's clearly making money. He's a, he's a, he's not wearing a robe or Rasta. A robe? <laughs> I don't know, you know, like Imagine a, like, hello, Max. Yeah. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> man. Namaste, motherfucker. Okay. He's a very, he looks like me, like same like, kind hey, of Alex, style. Alex, you like, changed. Like, what happened? <laughs> I found God. Yeah, yeah. I, so my question is like, how, how does one raise their energy level or their consciousness or whatever? Like, what, how, do, mm. how do you teach this to your clients? Um, I would say it's pretty easy, but it's very tough to do. Like, mm the definition of let's call it spirituality raising your level of consciousness whatever you want to call it for me is how much truth can you handle that's, that, that's pretty much it. i love that like can you can you look yourself in the mirror can you just sit down with yourself and look at your thoughts look at your emotions can you handle to just sit down and look at your life because it's 100 percent you and i mean 100 percent. and this is always something where people are getting a little skeptical but really everything isn't there something some some aren't there some outside forces that are in that are um, penetrating my life that are affecting my life yes of course but the yeah. way you react to them creates your life so <clears throat> the best way to actually do it is to stop running away as simple as this sounds i dare you everybody who's listening now sit down for an hour and just look at your thoughts damn just do it don't be a fucking bitch mm. and like this is actually the biggest thing i need i need i need to uh, drill into my clients it's just just to get them to fucking sit down and shut up because we are addicted to our cell phones yeah we are addicted to work like that is actually um one of my mentors told me the the laziness of the western world is busyness we're, we're always busy it's like doing 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 and that's when you when you when you don't have the chance to actually get in a thoughtful state or a meditative state mm. right and the easiest way is just to sit down and do nothing it sounds retardedly easy right it sounds like well, that's it but yeah that is it mm. i dare you sit down for an hour or two <coughs> and do nothing and you suddenly will start to see that certain emotions that are driving you right let's say you get triggered yeah by something and you get angry or you get frustrated you will see that they will play themselves out it's like like a wave that is coming and, and since most with... yeah since most people are afraid to feel it suddenly like, oh, cell phone it's like ah oh, oh this politician did this again ah oh, if this client wouldn't do this or if, if this employee wouldn't do this and you feed this emotion more and more um by actually not looking at it 
right? You're trying to mm. either fight it or to avoid it. That is yeah. uh, what, what a mentor of mine told me is like, um, either it's no, 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 or mm, like fighting. Yeah. I learned this from Ming Yorin Pushi. It's like this funny Buddhist, okay. <laughs> Buddhist Tibetan guy. He's super funny, but, and um, sit down and look at it and you will see that you can, first of all, handle the emotion, right? It's nothing you need to be afraid of, nothing to be afraid of. And second of all, the emotion will play itself out. Mm. It's like a wave in the ocean. The wave comes and gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And somebody reaches its peak and mm. it falls over and it's gone. It gets back. It goes back into just pure consciousness. The the the, the ocean, however you want to call it, which, yeah. which whatever picture resonates with you. And that is the, let's say, quote unquote easiest and most straightforward way it's nothing you need to do it's more something um, you, you don't do exactly it mm. happens to you like yeah. you you let's, let me put it like this you let it happen but mm. to let it happen you actually need to be disciplined enough to put away your cell phone to take some time off from other people from work and to just sit with yourself and um, unfortunately this is the hardest thing to actually get people to do but once you do it you get addicted to it. I mean, I'm talking about this shit right now because I'm, I meditate like two, sounds probably insane for most people, but around two to four hours per day, which is like, <laughs> which is absolutely insane. And I get Damn, it. Damn, really? Seriously. I wake up, I meditate, I drink my coffee, then I take a cold shower, I do some breath work, and then I meditate again. And I how, do this. how long is each session? Like an hour long? Um, depends. Like, for example, um, like my morning routine pretty much looks like waking up and immediately meditate for 10 to 15 minutes just because i know uh, if i don't do this like i i get gripped by life kind yeah. of if you want to put it like this yeah and then i mostly drink my coffee write a little bit like just get my thoughts down take a shower uh do some breath work and then meditate but um dude i've been doing this for i started meditating like 10 years ago and like started taking it really serious a couple years ago and um I just do whatever I feel like doing at that day, right? Damn. So believe me, like if, if somebody would have told me a couple years ago, you're going to do this for a living or you're going to meditate so much. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're crazy. But it's the thing that I found um, where kind of everybody ends up at one point. Right? Yeah. E even if you look at people who make, I don't know, 100 million per year. Let me give you a fun, funny story. Uh, Ennio Makowski, he's a friend and mentor of mine, actually recorded a podcast on my German podcast, so I definitely have to make one in English as well. Mm. He's Bulgarian, and he moved uh, to Germany from Bulgaria when he was 18, and his whole mission was like, get rich or die trying. <laughs> and right now he's worth about, like, in the nine-figure range, so which, <laughs> which is kind of like, holy fuck. <laughs> and he's the most spiritual guy you will ever find. No right? shit. He, he's like, well why are you not because when he started doing real estate he didn't start like with um, a small apartment he was like oh there's a 12 apartments i'm gonna buy the whole fucking building and renovate it <laughs> <laughs> and he's like well why are people not doing this right why are you not quitting <coughs> sorry why are you not quitting your job and um doing something that you want to do or a very, very um, an issue that I encounter often with my clients. Uh, I had one woman from Germany, she's an interior designer, and like um, she was afraid to only start working with the people that she wanted to work with because she was stuck in this pattern of working with everybody who comes to her, right? Okay. And it's like, it's not something at some point you decide to do with your conscious mind. It's more like some emotion or some unconscious habit traps you in the past. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like you're stuck in this loop. And he explained to me, well, why are people not doing what they actually want to do? 
Well, because there's fear or there's some something that they have to let go of or there's some uh, Buddhists would probably call it karma, some karma, right, which we just could, would call a habit or an unconscious habit that literally traps you in your past. And you can see yourself, like everybody who listens now, uh, who's listening right now knows this. You can see yourself grabbing your phone and scrolling through Instagram or TikTok, or you can see yourself getting angry and reacting in a certain way. And then at, after some point, after the pattern has played itself out, after the energy gets released, it's almost like you're... You're waking up again, right? You're like, yep. whoa, what happened right now? Like, why did I get so angry? Where's, where did the last hour go? Was it an hour on TikTok? Or why did I react so much to this? And suddenly you, you gain back consciousness because you got dragged down. And uh, he pretty much told me this, like the whole, the, the whole way he built his wealth was pretty much doing this. Of course, hustling like a motherfucker. Mm. But the funny thing is once all this inner resistance disappears, hustling becomes very easy because you don't have these inner patterns, either emotional or mental, mentally, who um, drain you of your energy because it's very draining, uh, like like a computer. Like we have a computer here. Imagine if you have like a hundred tabs in Google Chrome <laughs> yeah. and you want to open a new one. It's like you can see the computer like slowly dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that is yeah. kind of like living your life with all this uh, unsolved baggage in the back of your mind. So. Um, I only forgot what your question was. I'm just <laughs> rambling. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Wait, like. <laughs> I, here's a question I actually wanted to ask you. What Buddhist Tibetan monk? Who, who is that guy you learned from, or what was that? Oh, dude, I learned from a shit ton of people. Like, uh, but uh, he was actually the one who introduced me into let's let's call let's call it some more advanced stuff. Um, his name is Mingyo Rinpoche. But did he's, you meet him in? In, in yeah, well, Asia somewhere? Or? No, no, actually in France. Oh. <laughs> 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 <All> right, well, <laughs> He's like, bonjour. Voulez-vous camembert? Voulez-vous spirituality? And I was like, sure, man. Why, why not? No, actually, I went to, to one of his uh, retreats, pretty much. And uh, I mm. was there. I spent, like, I think a week there with him and you can ask him questions. Hello, well, what's this guy? I'm going to Instagram this guy. Mingyo Rinpoche. Mingyo? Oh, yeah, I can drop a lot of names to them. Yeah, I'm yeah, definitely going to drop. M-E-N-G-O? M-I-N-G-O? He's running an NGO. Mingyo Rinpoche? Let me just text you the... Yeah, text text me that guy. If you... Like, he's very famous. He's actually fucking badass, you know? Yeah? Like, he... When... Oh, man, I can't write. I'm an idiot. <laughs> See, that's the downside of meditation. You become fucking retarded. Like, oh, yeah? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, yo, no, yo, just, he said the R word. Just, he just, said, the, okay, I could have never spelled it. M-I-N-G-Y-U-R space R-I-N-P-O-C-H-E. Yeah. Mingyur Rinpoche. Exactly. So he's French? No, but no, he, no he's, he's actually from Tibet, but his meditation retreat, which was like, oh, shit, it's five years ago that I went there, um, was in France. And I was meditating before already, right, and uh, working with different kind of people as well. But he made it very accessible to me because he was the first that um, actually introduced me to the whole science behind it, what happens in your brain. Yeah. And right Damn. now I'm working with a shit ton of people. Like next week I have a call with one of my mentors, Dustin Deperna. He's crazy. He's a Harvard psychologist. Okay. And um, he got mentored. Uh, do you know Ken Wilber? No. 
Uh, okay. I don't know any of these people. Okay, dude, Ken Wilber is fucking amazing. He's, I think I've heard of Ken. He's he's. Oh, we talked about spiral dynamics and levels of consciousness today, yeah. right? And he's like um, um, working with. Uh, I think it's called integral theory. So how to integrate like uh, your whole. I'm gonna butcher it right now, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I found him. Ken basically, Wilber. it's about consciousness as well, right? And um, he's getting mentored by him since ten or fifteen years, and he was mentored by. Um, um, uh, fucking hell, uh, Daniel Brown. I was like, I was for, I forgot the name right now. And he was a psychologist as well. And he actually got me- he's uh, he studied meditation and enlightenment for forty or fifty years. And he got mentored by the same guy as the Dalai Lama. Oh, and let's he, go. He like uh, created this whole map, or he um, let's call it not created, but um, translated this whole whole map. Yeah. On how to reach enlightenment, uh, whatever enlightenment is, I'm not. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm not gonna talk about that. But um I went to one of his retreats and now I'm getting mentored by him and that is like crazy shit because um I mean you 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 talk about it all the time. You need a mentor, yeah. right? And the best thing I ever did was invest in mentors. And the craziest thing was the the deeper I got into this whole aspect of consciousness. Um, the first years I actually did it myself, right? I just started. I started meditating. I think 2012 or 13. I still remember my first meditation. <laughs> Man, I was like, okay, 10 minutes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting on my couch, and after a while, like, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. looked at my phone, like three minutes gone. It's crazy, huh? It's like it's, it's like crazy. Yeah, and that's why where I realized I'm like, oh, I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, I'm actually insane, and. Um, no, but like I have a call with him next week, and we—you need this because y- you are in your—you are in your consciousness. It's a horrible way of putting it because you're in your own bubble. You're you're you are your consciousness. But yeah. if nobody is there, you are consciousness. And if nobody is there to actually um, give you the right pointers, you will get lost. And that is, I think, that is the most important thing you you need to listen to. So if you're listening right now, just if you remember nothing else, just remember this. 90% of what people call spirituality or meditation or new age, like they get trapped even more. <laughs> you know why? There are three levels. Let's, the first level is kind of like the day-to-day consciousness. People are just, they're not even noticing what they're doing. They're just yeah. like... Dermot. Yeah, Dermot. Full-on Dermot. Full-on Dermot. We know that Dermot. We talk about Dermot all the time. Exactly. You know, okay, so here's an example of Dermot. The people who get up once the airplane landed, those dirt mode. There's a Bro. let me stand here. My seat is right next to me, but I'm gonna stand in the Bro. aisle until the door opens. Bro, that, okay, that's consciousness level one. <laughs> My favorite one is when when they like hurry to get on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> real quick, it's gonna take off without us. Yeah, yeah. And there's a huge line in front of the gate. Like, what do you think it's gonna take off without you, bro? Right. It's funny, you know, that's another reel. If you can write down that real idea, that's going to go viral. Mark my words. Write down real idea. Standing in line, standing in line at the airport in front of the boarding board is for broke people. (laughs) We have this new thing. (laughs) We we have this new thing that is like, we call it short for videos. It's like, blah, blah, blah is for broke people. (laughs) What if we had so far? We've had, uh, Music. music is for broke people. <laughs> Wait, are you listening to music? It's for broke people. Oh, the the guy who takes the guy who takes too long in the locker room of the gym to put on his socks broke. <laughs> <laughs> what? The guy who orders the 
orders food online. The guy who orders food online broke. Broke people. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's semi funny. I mean, I'm not. Dude, I love it. You're gonna trigger so many. Yeah, yeah, people. yeah, yeah. We're like, we're, this is our new campaign. We're gonna see how many people were getting drinks. Is for broke. Getting drinks with your friends for people who are broke. One hundred percent. That's all level one consciousness. <laughs> That's all stage one. <laughs> well, what's 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 the other two? <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I'm really curious how these are gonna perform. Which one was the one that actually performed relatively well? Uh, oh, the music. Yeah, music is for broke people. Like what? No, no, the iPhone. Oh, iPhone also broke people. Was it the iPhone or the music is for broke people? IPhone. No, the iPhone was doing uh, okay, but the one is the audiobook. Like, oh, you listen to music? Yeah, you broke. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. What can I say? Love it. Yeah, that's how it is. Don't be broke. Don't listen to music. Listen no. to audiobooks or or this podcast. Oh yeah, dude. By, by the way, that's the funniest thing. Like from from all this this uh, this uh, let's call it inner work like raising your conscience whatever you want to call it i i i always struggle with these words because they're all so they have so many attachments to it you mm. know from let's call it the new age thing of everybody yeah. it's like saying the word god it's like oh, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> heavy like, heavy right? wording yeah yeah exactly and so i'm always struggling a little bit to, to use these 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 words but uh, it, it puts your brain pretty much on uh, on hyperdrive like mm. the way you learn it's crazy because you're just more attentive, you're more here, right? Yeah. But okay, we've got level one. Then we have level two. How do uh, we, sort of from the surface, we go one level down. Mm. Why does this happen? Because people take psychedelics, for example, or because people have a mystic experience, right? Or something else that gets you into the subconscious. Yeah. And there are one of two reactions that follow. People are afraid of it. They're like, fuck no, never again, I'm out. So yeah. flip, they plop up. And whenever you come to them with meditation or looking at your inner world or looking at what's going on inside you, they freak the fuck out, mm. right? And that is actually why there's such a big stigma around all of this stuff because what's the narrative that get, gets pushed in the mainstream? It's like, stay away from, from, from psychedelics, stay away from all this. It's like, even, I think Frederick Dodson put it, put it uh, very nicely, uh, this whole, let's call it mystical world, um, is very tainted by by pictures of demons or horrible scenarios yeah. right? most people are not willing to go there because this is the pictures they they get presented with yeah. like oh this shit can happen it's like nobody tells you get rid of your fucking trauma yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. but anyway or the other reaction is people love it and they're like oh shit i want to have more of this so instead of going one level deeper they stay on this level and now they go deeper in this level deeper and deeper yeah. so they just derp around yeah you know and that is yeah. like people who are like Oh, let's 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 do more manifestation. Oh, let's do this energy yeah, work. Yeah, oh, let's yeah, take yeah. more psychedelics. Oh, <laughs> let's do this, and it's like, which is cool, right? All of this has 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 its effect, and all of this can be very valuable. For example, working with trauma or just reaching different levels of consciousness, meaning um, altered states of consciousness. Yeah. But um, let's call it the truthful seeker, if you want to put it like this, to sound so snobby, like the truthful huh. seeker. The truth seeker, everybody. <laughs> it's like. Is ignoring that kind of shit, right? Yeah. It's like, no, let's go one level deeper to the pure consciousness, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Because everything is just experience. And the more you realize everything is just experience, and even this separation into good and bad, the more you get into this this just being of pure consciousness. And you get more and more out of doing and more and more into being. And that's actually where all the habits, all the thoughts, all the emotions, all the trauma, or whatever you... Well... 
feel or have inside of you actually can play itself out because you're not stuck in it. You see it, you experience it, but you're not getting sucked into it. And that is ultimately, I guess, the goal. And the coolest thing is, from what I've learned from mentors, is the more you get in there, and then you can actually, um, then you can actually get back into the second level and use like mystic energies or whatever, and use like, I know it sounds weird, but let's say <laughs> mystic energies. But let's say. Um, you become very intuitive or you can work with altered states of consciousness then yeah. it's actually valuable but most people just get lost into it and that's why it's a billion dollar industry as well mm, nah. <laughs> to just sell sell them some stuff that is uh, not gonna do shit for them unfortunately yeah yeah which is by the way what kept me from all of this stuff for years because i saw this you saw that it's being taken advantage of people Oh, selling yeah. products and shit. Mm. That, that's why mm. I said in the beginning, like, if you would have told me I'm going to spend that much energy on meditating, actually, I'm going to do this for a living. Five years ago, six, seven, eight years ago, I would have been like, no, fuck you. No, <laughs> yeah. Hell no. Because I saw this, but luckily I got the right mentors. Luckily I found the right people through friends of mine. I'm like, oh, holy shit, this is the best. This is the best thing ever. And uh, it's, yeah. fun it's funny that you said that. <clears throat> Before my first business, the dating advice business, Yep. I also would see these dating coaches. I'm like, ah, oh, this is so right. fake, so silly. Yeah. Here, yep. here he is dancing yep. around on the stage, so yep. stupid. <laughs> and then, and then I was like, okay, well, you know, I learned, I got my experiences, I have something to say as well. But then I put my own twist on it, and I kind yep. of moved away from this traditional idea of like the crazy coach, the blah blah blah, with the you need to be the da -da -da, and this hyper charismatic and i'll yeah. be like yo but this is me and i'm just this nerd and look at yeah. this you can just totally be yourself so i kind of give it my own twist 100 and i love how you did the same with that because like most of these gurus yeah. in the in the spirituality realm and stuff like that like i said they're sitting there with a robe and, and crazy stuff like that and here i am here you are just a regular guy and you're like oh by the way yes this like is the pitfall <laughs> this is what's gonna happen be careful with this by the way yeah. let's make money and I think that's pretty cool, you know. So you found you've 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 penetrated an industry that you never wanted to be part of. Never. And I, and never. and that's and I think that's the key. The industry needs people that don't want to be part of it, and they kind of reluctantly get into that. Yeah, because then nice they're going to crush it. it. Yeah, it's the same with, with politicians. We talk a lot about this. Is like the whole system of politics is so fucked up because <laughs> everybody hates yes. politics. Every yes. like the moment you meet, like imagine you meet someone at a party. Hey, what do you do? I'm a politician. Oh, dude. You instantly, what do you, what like just yeah. if you're listening to this, like what what do you, what do you, um, what do you connotate? I'm a politician with oh, man. oh liar yeah. money tax fraud. You know, like so yeah. so everybody knows that politicians are liars and the worst people ever yep. and everybody hates them. So who is fucking psycho enough to <laughs> want to become a politician? Even yep. though the reputation is so bad, even though you know you gotta be corrupt as hell to get anywhere, of course only psychos wanna become politicians. Pretty much. And that's kinda like the self-perpetuating cycle Pretty because much. now you're like, okay, well, the whole system is rigged. You yep. can only become a politician if you, you know, if you, uh, if you become friends with big corporations so they can sponsor you. Yep. So, you know, and then you make sure that the pharma industry is going to make yep. a lot of money. You get a ton of people, you know, I mean, we've seen yep. this with COVID, not going to go into that now. And then, uh, okay. And then they pay for your campaign and then you yep. win, but now you got to pay everybody back. So you got to make sure that their company's going to yep. So it's so, okay. That's the system. Um, but at the same time, because the system is so rigged, so fucked up, only mm. psychos will want to be part of the system, which of course, 
makes the system even stronger go down in the psycho route instead yep. of serving people. Like, remember how politicians use, are supposed to be civil servants? They're not serving anybody other than themselves and their backers and their party. I mean, you know, these things, oh, yeah. these things vary from country to country, but that's the kind of issue. So what it yeah. would actually take, and this is going to be the last, the first and last political stupid statement I make, because I know nothing about politics, but I could just see it from an outside. I'm like, what it would actually take mm. is someone who does not want to become a politician. Someone who Funny said, enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. someone who says, look, yeah. I don't want to be part of this vicious circle. Yeah. Fuck no. Way too much work, and I got to yeah. sell myself out. And then they, that person kind of gets forced. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, you know what? Okay, let me try to do a good fucking job, because I, I can only get out by doing a good job. And yeah. now maybe that person would actually serve the people. You, uh, need, you need somebody in a position of, position of power who actually doesn't want power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And funny enough, that's also with our, with our CMO, Robin. Um, he used to be a client of ours. And uh, he, uh, oh, okay. he worked as a, he worked in marketing in a company and then, you know, came to us. And it's funny enough, he told me, he tells me this all the time. He's like, Max, I spent my last 3K on your program back in the days when we were only 3K. Yeah. I spent my last money on the program. He came into the program, started crushing it, made his first 10K. Shortly after, nice. I made his first 40K. Shortly after, I made his first 60K. And then I remember we were hanging out in, uh, in Kiev in my apartment back then. Big apartment, jacuzzi. We're just living it up in the jacuzzi, chilling. And he and he he just rambles, you know, like yeah, you know what, Max? Like I mean, I love the stuff that you do. You know, you should do this. You should do that. You should, and then you create this kind of campaign. And it's and everything I'm hearing is like this is really genius. Mm -hmm. Holy shit! Like what he says is really fucking good. And then I'm like, and I say nothing. I'm like, uh, let me think about it, you know. And then I'm like, Rob. And then we got another ads guy who's incredible, Florian. That's the guy who I told you earlier I would recommend. Mm -hmm. And he comes in for 12 weeks. And he said in the beginning, he's like, I'm just going to work for 12 weeks. So he crushes it with us and then says, I can't do anymore. I have other projects to do. Yeah. So we're again without an ads guy. And during that whole time we worked with Rob, with Florian, Robin kept saying, oh, maybe you guys should do this. Maybe you guys should do that. And, and he kept saying, yeah. like, whoever does this is going to have to do this full time. Is going to have to be super committed. So don't ask me. Like, I, you know, like, where, and, but he kept giving us really valuable tips. Yeah. And then I'm like, Robin, how about you do it? He's like, no, 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 no. Oh, sh no, I don't, I did not mean that. I do not want, I don't want to do this. I got other shit to do. Yeah. And I kept bugging him about it. And then he's like, well, fuck, you're right. Okay, 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 fuck it, let's do it. You know, and he was, he really did not want to do it. He really did not want to do it. But then he did do it and he's absolutely bonkers. This guy mm. is absolutely bonkers mm. and we work together it's super beautiful because him and i we have a very similar style of communication very direct i know if i message this guy on christmas eve at 10 p.m he's gonna reply within five minutes nice. guaranteed always and and i do the same <laughs> so if you're a client of mine <laughs> you have a question christmas eve, i always reply unless i'm at dinner or um watching avatar in movies or i'm um, sleeping uh, yeah. I, hell, I reply during dinner as well. For ninety percent of the time, I reply during dinners. So I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, and 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 that's kind of cool. Like when people are reluctant to do it because yeah. they know how much it, how much commitment it takes, and then when they do do it, they absolutely crush it. That's inspiring as hell. True. And, and here's the question: Did he really not want to do it? I uh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I is it just like, oh, maybe it was a tactic? tactic. Yeah. No, 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 not even like this. But that that he thought he wanted to do this with his own business. You mm -hmm. know, and then at some point, you know, because that's something I, I see a lot of in, in, in clients of mine, uh, especially when they have like a seven figure business or something and they um, they want to start a certain project or they want to scale more or want to go in a certain direction. And they get um, like that's actually the most common issue, right? Where people come to me, they they 
run into this invisible wall. That's yeah. how I always call it. Like, it's like, dude, why am I getting into the same situation over and over and over and over and over and over again? I know what I what I have to do. I know where I want to go. I know why I want to go there, but they always create the same situation. And most of the time, it's exactly this. Like, you're, you have a certain, a certain pattern stuck in your mind, a certain pattern of thinking, or um, a certain thing that you think motivates you, yeah. but it's actually something underneath that, right? Maybe you learned this one motivation that you think you should follow uh, from your parents or from a fan, friend, or you heard it somewhere on the internet. Like, I don't fucking know. So in my experience, then the best way is to actually um, like calm your mind and get in you more into your subconscious and figure out what is actually driving you. And when when you just uh, what was his name Florian Florian yeah. Florian, Florian like, was the, f the first guy and then <clears throat> Robin is our CMO now. Or Robin, yeah. Like, who who knows what was what was going on there? That that like all these subtle hints, right? You, you because people can say one thing, but they are they are actions actually show what they're really valuing. And when they're dropping all of this like this and this. Who knows how, how long this has been going on? I mean, it could be that it was, you know, like subcon his subconscious oh, mind without yeah. him even knowing it. I, I yeah. So here's what I said. I don't think it was conscious because I literally can read people's minds. Now I'm 32 years old. I can predict things. It's yeah, crazy. I get it. It's I funny. It. We ha we've had uh, we've had a coach of ours, uh, Alexandra. Love her to death. Absolutely crushed it with us. <clears throat> and I'm like, <clears throat> just wake up one day and I'm like, oh, she's, she's going to leave soon. She's going to do her own project. Mm. And then lo and behold... Three and I'm and I'm like okay. I know what you mean. And I go to our head coach yeah. Pedro, and I'm like, hey, uh, let's hire more coaches. Let's let's look at the um, let's look at the applications. Let's hire more coaches because we need another one soon. And he's like, oh okay, well, if you say so. We hire another coach. Two months later, Alexandra is like, hey Max, I have to talk to you. I got this really cool opportunity because yep. um, she was she was studying. I can't remember business administration or something on the side. And she's like, I got the scholarship. Uh, this is my dream thing. I landed it. I worked my ass off and you know, Hey, we need to do something here because I, I don't think I can commit anymore to the company. Mm. And I'm like, Oh, don't worry. We already hired a replacement. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, don't worry. Look, do yeah. it as long as you can, you know, let's make sure you're financially stable. And yeah. then whenever you want to transition fully, we'll do it. And she's like, how did you know that? I'm like, Oh, I can read people's minds. And she's like, I only made that decision last week. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just knew it. <laughs> where, where do you think that's coming from? Um, just, I'm old. And <laughs> so, first of all. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> Glad we saw 32 that. years, motherfucker. <laughs> um, look, I've, I, I think, because a lot of people said, like, oh, you know, age equals experience. But it's not mm -hmm. age equals experience. It's repetition of one thing that equals experience. Yep. So over my 32 years, I've probably had more conversations with complete other strangers than 99.9% in the world. Just through yep. my dating advice. Oh, yeah, 100%. Times, yep. you know, I, I mean, I was traveling the world. I yep. spoke to so many people. I dealt with very many people, not only just on a, in a dating and, and socializing context, when yep. I was just going out every single day. To yeah. bars, to parties, to clubs, yeah. just talking to people, is men and women all the time. Yeah. Um, and because I was just striking up conversations, because I learned everything about how to be in a social flow. Because I'm a hell of an introvert. Hell, yeah. I just love being alone. Like, yeah. send me on a spaceship tomorrow, six months <laughs> alone. Hell yeah, make it slower so I stay there for longer. Um, so that's one thing. And then the other thing is, um, and then after that, 
clients. I've been working with thousands of clients in my first business, now yeah. thousands of clients in my second business. I, I, at this point, I'm yep. just, I, it's funny because I'm not, uh, I, I'm not comfortable with making such claims. Like I can read people's minds. And of course I can't actually read people's minds, but I'm like, no, it's more like a feeling that exactly. You and it, you, it's not a thought like, oh, she's thinking this exactly. right now. It, yeah. it gets to a point where I'm like, this person is going to do this very soon. And then yep. it happens. I'm like, oh, yep. all right, well, that person's going to do it. And this is going to happen. And yep. you just get so good at reading people. And this is great. And again, this is, this is just because I've had thousands of conversations, tens of thousands of conversations, tens of hundreds of thousands probably, and hundreds of thousands of, of individuals that have either talked to or had a relationship with or had a client uh, mentor relationship with or uh, you know boss, employee, team member. So yeah. there's just so much coming together. And, 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 that, and that's really cool because that's a skill set that can bring you very, very far. But I'll, I'll tell you this one thing. It does require energy. Like a lot of times 100%. things evade me because I just never gave a damn, you know? Like, people are like, well, why didn't you predict that I would do that? I'm like, oh, I just never cared. Like, I never put effort into trying to understand the situation. Mm. So it, I still need to focus on it and be like, oh, this person will do this. Yes, kind of like that. Mm. And then I can kind of predict what's gonna happen. Um, so I, I, and because this takes energy and focus, I do it only in the most important parts with, with a very relatively small circle. Uh, in of my environment, which are the people that I love, yeah. the the clients, the people I work with, and of course my team. Yeah. That's kind of like the small circle that I've that I've uh, restricted this focus on because yeah. that's all all I really need. Oh, and it takes it takes a lot of energy as well if you do it with everybody. Yes, like it's difficult. But the thing I'm asking because I can't really explain where it's coming from. We kind of got a similar background, right? I mean, I started with the whole dating thing as well. That's got me to personal development. That's right. That's right. Into, like it's the same fucking. Which is <laughs> very similar. It's like, and and at some point I, I noticed this as well, right? Which got which which got me into coaching. And I'm always thinking, yeah, is it really just the experience, or is it some is it something else? Because you probably know a lot of people as well who deal with a lot of people, and I know a shit ton of people who deal with even more people than me. And I would, and they don't have this. You know what I mean? Like they are very good at organizing or talking to people or being funny, whatever. But they don't notice what is going on in the, in the other person. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's like, I always wanted, is this really, is this something that really came through experience or is this something you need to be born with? Or is it something that, um, well, not everybody has, right? Like yeah. everybody has certain strength. Yeah. I think, I think I, I learned this from Ray Dalio and uh, another mentor of mine, Craig, Craig Filek, he, he brought me deep into this, like different personality types. Yeah. Ray Dalio. I know I've heard of that. Guy. Right. And he, <laughs> yeah, and he said like, like uh, he, he said in his book, they are around, from their system, there are around 1,000 personality types worldwide. And 1,000? 1,000. It just like <laughs> describes pretty much how your life is going to be or how you're going to react. Yeah. And like a mentor of mine, Craig Feilig, like I've been working with him for like, I don't know, seven, eight years. He was pretty, pretty much my first mentor who got me into this, all of this shit. And um, this shit. <laughs> like, look what I have to deal with now. <laughs> uh, I don't want all this responsibility. <laughs> and... Um, he got me into all, all of these pers personality types and personality questionnaires. And they are, if you look at all of them, especially if you 
put them on top of each other. They are, uh, they are just certain patterns people act by. That's why it's so hot in here. I was like, yeah, I just, I just told her to yeah, turn off the heater. I'm just sitting in front of the. I'm like, damn, is it getting? Is it? <laughs> there's only one lamp. The can't be that. <laughs> it's like <there's>, <laughs> the heaters are just full blown. Can, up. can you maybe open the window <laughs> in the other room? Maybe I get, get a little bit of cold because I'm getting agitated as well. Yeah, like, I was like, holy shit, what is happening? Are you but the like, same as me? Like when you get ad, when you speak, you start sweating because you get agitated. Yeah, a little. I was, I was like, I have to take a shower after client calls. Yeah, I get Because I just yeah. ramble and I'm like, the temperature in the room is the same. Just my body, my like physiology. You're outside in, in Ukraine, minus 20 degrees. You're like, fuck, it's hot in here, yeah. bro. I, like, I, do, I, I literally like when I take a walk cause we're in Prague right now you know I'm traveling through Europe that's also why we kind of this mobile podcast setup here by the like, way it took me a couple of minutes to realize that we're just doing audio they were not that were that we're not filming well, well we're filming you here. yeah I mean we're filming uh, parts right or everything we're filming everything bro oh, okay bro okay because everything man because you were just walking around and I was like oh are we actually filming like, uh, <laughs> I mean look we, we cut like for the filming we're cutting out the best parts for yeah, like Instagram awesome. cool. micro micro kind of stuff yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, when I'm walking, like, I get so hot. Like, I need to take off my jacket. It's minus five degrees, and I sweat. I take off the All jacket, right. and I sweat. All right, bro. I don't know. It's <laughs> like the, it, my, the sweating is irrelevant. It has no connection to temperature. It's like yeah. my body creates its own temperature. Your body is like, he's going to be warm now. Yeah, yeah. No, like, you're, you're, let's do this. Like, I would, I would literally... I mean, here I'm in a city, but when I'm on the countryside and I walk for a long time, like at first I have a full jacket on and sweater and t-shirt because it's really cold, you know? It's a like minus 10 degrees in winter. After a half an hour, I take the jacket off and I keep sweating. Damn. Then I take the sweater off. I keep sweating. I can literally just walk without a shirt and my body produces sweat. All right. I'm still, it's crazy. <laughs> like when I come home from snowboarding and it's crazy cold outside, like my, my shirt is soaked. It's, I don't know. It's I, also because I drink a lot of water. These bottles here, these sparkling water bottles, by the way, uh, courtesy of Perrier. This, this, <laughs> no, and now we're coming to today's sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can get 10% off sponsor, with Max, Max 10. <laughs> the, thing, uh, the thing is, so like I drink like three or four of these a day. Plus, I eat one and a half kilos of strawberries, which have a lot of water. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. But yeah. you, you got to eat healthy, like especially as an entrepreneur. Like, this yeah. is something Hell that so yeah. many disregards. Like, oh, I'm going to take care of my health when I'm rich. It's like, bitch, you're not going to be rich if you're not taking yeah. care of your health. Because oh, good point. <laughs> you're, good not, point. you're not, you're not going to have the energy. You're yeah. not going to have the mental focus. It's, yeah, Like, it's insane to me when people eat like like fast food or something so do you know <laughs> like what how this, do you work like, yeah, do you know, yeah like, do you know what this does to your brain like yeah. it, it, it fucks your whole body and it's not so just true. about the whole macronutrients right like oh carbs and protein and you have no you know how much shit is in our processed food no, you know yeah. how you, we eat i think around one or two credit cards per week because of all the plastic or some shit all the microplastics once you hear this you're like <laughs> that's why i'll tell that's why i drink it's, out of glass bottles buddy. it's crazy and the only yeah. reason why i don't drink out of why i don't drink still water right now because in all of Prague there's no glass bottles that are not sparkling oh for real yeah, yeah but sucks. in Austria I get I get sparkling water in oh, glass and got, regular water you gotta get a good water water filter like I, I can yeah, yeah those, I, those, I, those are fine those are fine but no. they're not as good as the real filtered stuff that no they're like shit. like some real good not like this uh, like an industrial level yeah filter. you get like the ones that are like a thousand bucks or something when you put it at home and they like reverse osmosis and oh, they, they get everything out hell of yeah it's crazy good like you Bring have these on. You have the smaller ones. Yeah, um, a friend of mine who's like super into into health. Um, he he recommend he's from Switzerland. Like he recommended this to me. 
you, you, the water first of all the water tastes different like yes. you, you don't yes. want to drink any other water yes. whatever you're like yes. this shit sucks it's exactly like that right? I drink normal tap water even in Austria which has water quality one or whatever oh, dude, I'm yeah, like what is this that. what, what I don't is wanna, this I don't want to know what kind of estrogen and what kind of yeah. <laughs> shitty stuff is in. like in Ger- Germany apparently has drinkable tap water yeah, as yeah, well bullshit, but it's like bullshit. once you run it through a good filter and I don't mean these shitty ones you get at a supermarket right yeah, yeah, which yeah. are just like oh let's filter this bullshit yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. no no but the ones who are really filter filter the pretty much what do they call it uh, liquidized solids or whatever um, they filter all of this shit out first of all it tastes completely different mm. it tastes natural mm. and you don't get all this bullshit in your body because over time um, this this gets stored in your fat cells right so oh jeez yeah you pretty much get out of here a lot of tax toxins in, in your fat cells get out of here and all of this shit that you're drinking affects your body yeah. Right, and especially as an entrepreneur, you need fucking testosterone. Yes. If if your testosterone drops, you're not you're not as focused. You yeah. know, you're not as um, let's call it creative and how to achieve your goal. You're not willing to push through. Yeah. And well, then you're not making money. Then you can't get any results. Then you feel that's the biggest thing, man. Just the the better you feel. That was that was the biggest mistake I did for years. I always thought, hey, if I reach this and this goal, then I feel bad because uh, then I feel good. Yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> that's the German way. That's yeah. how we do it. Once <laughs> we I'm are successful, very unhappy with that I'm gonna be unhappy. I'm gonna be even more I can unhappy. I finally be unhappy. <laughs> Once I reach this, bring me the unhappiness, Hans. <laughs> Hans, <laughs> Hans, bring the unhappiness. These Dude. people are too happy. Right? We must do something about it. <laughs> they are not sticking to the rules. This is too much happiness. But do you know the video where we're we're already sidetracking the fourth corner here? Do you know the <laughs> video of this guy? Just like a TV, some guy is talking in front of you, like some 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 news reporter. And in the background, you see a, 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 psych, a bicycle rider, mm-hmm. and he's riding past this old guy. It's in Germany. And this old guy oh, yeah, rams his <laughs> umbrella into the bicycle. He's like, you can't ride a bicycle here. And this guy just falls on his face. He just falls. And, and the old guy's like, you're not allowed to ride a bicycle. He's <laughs> like bleeding out of his mouth. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's the German pe- Peak Germany right there. <laughs> peak, peak Germany. Peak Germany. Where, where's, where's your permit for this? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Why are you riding the bicycle? This is not riding bicycle zone. Yeah, we always have to crash. We we always have like a joke, especially during what what happened over the last couple of years in the Western countries. Like, why is there no revolution in Germany? Well, because there's no permit for it. <laughs> like, of course, it's like you gotta fill out a form. And I, I I love I love the Germans though. I I really do love like a lot of my team are German. Actually, do we have Germans on the team? One. We have pretty much how many guys have we got in there? Oh, sorry, he's fixing the camera. Yeah, don't worry. Here. Yeah, dude, I am from Germany. Like, of course, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wait, no, reco- just recover like the files, pretty much. Did you just? Pray? No, like, um, be careful because there's like a cable and you click the thing and it's going to. Oh, oh, you are exactly. I can create chaos right here. Chaos. Chaos is in focus. This seems like a little bit out of focus. Um, I. How many people do we have in the team that are German now? One, Lincoln. Yeah. We used to have so many Germans in the team. It was all German. Yeah, now we got we got Germans. Uh, we really have an international team now. It's great. We we actually got more Brazilians now. We somehow oh, got damn. really 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 solid guys from Brazil and Slovenia. And Slovenia, but like just recently we got we got like the best like, are guys. Are they in Brazil or huh? are they in Brazil? Are yeah, they in Europe? yeah. Because our head coach is uh, he's, he's Brazilian, and okay. after Kiev he moved back to 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 Brazil, and we we're like, ah, oh, that's cool. So now we have a coach in the in the mm. uh, U.S. time zones. 
And he's like, yeah, I'll, I need to make some more hires. Awesome. And he hired the best people. Like, these guys know so much. They're so hardworking. They know so much. They're so competent. Their English is so perfect. We got four Brazilians now. We, we got... We got Pedro, we got Kevin, we got Roberto, and we got Victor. Victor is also is Kevin is the new coach. Yeah, we we got we got more Brazilians, and we got four Brazilians now. It's insane. But anyways, um, damn. Here's here's one thing that I really noticed. <clears throat> My testosterone went up. It tripled. Mm. My testosterone tripled since i changed my diet and it's so funny oh yeah it because and, and it's like i'm it's this whole like i wake up and i'm like why do i feel so good what is going on mm-hmm. i sleep less i have more energy yep. the stress that would usually bother me i'm like don't worry we got it don't worry we got it yeah i hit the gym i hit prs and i'm just like after a sick gym session like after absolutely giving everything at the gym yep. i go home you know, I, I get in the shower and I and I do like shadow boxing because I feel so good. I'm like, oh yeah, let's go, let's go. It's just the testosterone blowing the fuck up. True. True. And and you know, honestly, what changed that? It was my diet. I went from being a vegetarian for 12 yep. years, which by the way worked great. Yep. It worked very very well until it didn't. Yep. Like in fact, when I switched from eating meat to vegetarianism, I started getting a lot of energy. I started feeling really really good. Yep. And then slowly started the evening out. And then yep. you know I'm. Earlier this year, April 2022, I started eating meat again. Yep. And then I started eating almost only meat. All I eat now is I eat two steaks, around 400 grams of steaks, six eggs, a little bit of butter, and a half, a, half a kilo of strawberries in the morning. Yep. And then I eat chicken and uh, one and, uh, about one kilo of strawberries in the evening. Yep. That's all I eat. And I feel amazing. Oh, hell yeah. I am so shred- yeah. I'm so shredded. I got so lean. I got My gains got way more. I'm so focused. It's really, really crazy. And what's the funniest part is like when I switched from eating meat, I was 19 mm-hmm. to being a vegetarian. I started taking really good care of what I eat, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, is there meat in there? Where does this come from? And so forth. And then since I started eating meat again, I take even more care of what I'm eating. Because now I'm like, I'm eating oh, yeah. meat and I'm, I'm, I'm aware of the food industry and the bullshit that they're doing, the cattle yeah. and the animals. I fucking love animals. I'm the last guy who supports industrialism. In yeah. fact, one of my goals is to actually own a farm when I'm older and awesome. literally have my own goats, my own chicken. And I, I don't want to have uh, cattle because that's a lot of work, but I want to work with a farmer and, and source it straight from the farmer. Whenever I'm in Austria, I buy it straight from the farmer. I go mm. to the guy that is the farmer and I'm like, what kind of meat you got for me? Yeah. You know you know that this guy's legit because sometimes he just doesn't have the same kind of meat you bought last week because he's like, you know, like that that was from the last cow and this cow is not here anymore so well, but i got this calf here today you know so it's yeah. like it's really really cool same for fish i go eat the fish that they're getting out of the alpine lake that where i'm living in, in austria and uh, and that's really really cool and um so i take even more care of what i eat so the meat the meat that i buy it costs yep. me over 300 dollars a week that's yep. just the breakfast Three hundred dollars every every week. I go to the to the butcher. It's about three hundred dollars in fillet steak from a local farmer. That but I that's find kind, kind of doable. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. But you know, like the average person is like three hundred bucks for breakfast for this breakfast steak. That's crazy. But I feel so good. I feel resilient as hell. 
yeah, like, nothing bugs me. I know of that course. No, no, you can't bring anything on me that I'm not going to absolutely crush. You, you know, uh, uh, Marian, uh, a, f- a friend, a friend of ours, he got me into like eating liver every day. Oh, nice! Because <laughs> it's like it's like the most nutrient dense yes. uh, food you can get. And yes. uh, in Bulgaria, where I live right now, we have this uh, this supermarket. Uh, that that does delivery and they have uh, they get meat from all the farms around the around the city so it's all like uh, organic and uh, it's a little bit more more expensive but it's uh, i actually eat less you know what i mean yeah like i used to eat even today when we're at, at lunch i'm like okay I'm, i'm full it's like fuck because like um i'm not a nutritionist but From what I notice, is the more the more nutrients I get, the less the less I eat. Like the I, less hungry I, I have yeah, the same. I, I crave less carbs. Yes. Like of course I still eat them. I had dessert today as well. Um, I just have less. It's called them energy crashes. The yes. focus is way yes. better, and um, it's just a better feeling. Like how do, how do you explain it? You just I just feel more clean. If you want to put it like exactly. this, right? exactly. Right. It's, it's, it's the same. What we were talking about about earlier with the whole like getting rid of your unconscious. A bad habit is called like this. Um, your whole state of being feels more clean, yeah. right? So you don't have this resistance to fight again. Let's put it in in a in a physical sense in your body. If you have all this bullshit in your body because you're eating shitty food or because you're drinking shitty, like, dude, uh, how do people drink? Like I used to do it as well, like drink Coke Zero and everything. It's, <laughs> like, it's like man, it's like oh, you just want to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, oh. it's, it's like cool, bro. You're Go tired ahead. of living. Right? It's, it's like so yeah, and it's a like connoisseur as well. <laughs> A suicidal <laughs> connoisseur as well. Oh, you're sir. suicidal? Great. Let's be friends. <laughs> it's like, it's no, it's true. like you have all this inner... First, on the physical plane, right? You have all this resistance that your body is working against. Yeah. Then on your mental and emotional plane, you have these thoughts that you're not taking care of. You have the emotions that you're not taking care of that we talked about. Or you're trying to push them away or you're trying to numb them or you're trying to, to distract yourself. It's all... All of this is sucking energy, yeah. right? Which you could actually put into working on yourself, working on your business. You know, it's actually a funny thing. I would love to get your opinion on this as well. Here's one thing I noticed. Like, um, pretty much a lot of my clients either have six-figure or a lot of them seven-figure business, which is always funny when somebody like with 10 times the net worth that I have is like, I want your help. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? All right. <laughs> it's like, it's just like... Um, here's what 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 kind of what we came up um, to in terms of scaling. Like yes, it's about the systems, about the right people. It's about um, it's about uh, having the right ad campaigns, having the right um, the right uh, way of man. My English sucks today. The way of uh, the right way of delivering the product. Mm. But when we started working with this, especially people who who were always running against this invisible wall, there was always one thing. There were always certain let's call them energy leakages. Mm-hmm. Right, things that they did or that they did in their business or that their team did, which actually drained drained them of energy. And this is kind of what what we figured out is like find the the things that you do or the things that your team does because business is pretty much a living organism, right? It's not like set in stone. Oh, there yeah. it is now. Right yeah. now, it's it's a living, breathing organism that whatever you put into it, you will get out, right? Or what kind of stuff you put into it, like your physical body, you will have more energy or you will have less energy. Your results will be better or worse. And uh, one thing that, that that I noticed while while working with them, when we did this, especially in my one-on-one coaching, where like do a deep dive for like two, three or four days, right? We meet in, in, in Sofia or in their city and uh, we just figure out, okay, where are your energy leakages? And once you get rid of them, it's like suddenly they have more energy, the, the team performs better, like they don't get triggered when something when something goes wrong, the revenue goes up and it's like, 
Hmm, that's interesting. Actually, on the mechanical side, we changed nothing. We, all we did was look at your thoughts, at your emotions, at your daily habits, at, at the habits of the business, of the team. Where does the energy go and yeah. where are we losing it? It's like yeah. you're kind of like plugging the, the holes in the bucket and suddenly, yeah. oh, wow, we don't need to like put this pressure of water and to fill the bucket it's yeah. like no plug the fucking holes and suddenly oh the bucket is full it was way easier like i don't know what's your what's your experience with this because you're you're pretty much helping people to scale um like on the it's called physical plane yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in the worldly like, plane i mean i've noticed it with my own company yeah. i've literally noticed it with this year so we were we were switching from from a lot of organic stuff which mm -hmm. you know i've made so many millions with organic but at the same time organic can only do so much so so, yeah. so we switched to our, uh, uh, well we still do a lot of organic but we also added cold traffic and we just couldn't make cold traffic work for a long time we're a very competitive niche one of the mm -hmm. most difficult niches in the world to be honest and no matter what we did it didn't work it didn't work mm -hmm. there's always something going on and then you know I, I don't want to I'm not gonna give you a lot of details because it would require me to shit talk somebody but uh, we got rid of the sales manager and we, it was really, really funny because <clears throat> I was really fighting to make this work. Mm. And I did everything around it. Let's look at the email. Let's look at the copies. Let's look at the branding. Let's look at the social media. Let's look at the ad campaigns. Let's look at the VSL. Yeah. Let's look at the, and I fixed it all and it still didn't work. It was very, very, uh, it was very depressing to make all these fixes and never see anything. Oh, hell yeah. And then, yeah. And then the, it, it was so funny because in the back of my mind, I knew it the, the entire time. I'm like, I don't. And I actually, I do a diary. Yeah. So I do a business diary where I'm just writing just one short sentence of my thoughts of that day. Mm. And when I look back at the diary during that time, a lot of the thoughts were like, sales manager is not a good fit for this position. I don't think he can do what he needs to hey, do. Can I, can I ask you one thing? Yes. Is this something that you noticed consciously or was it more a feeling? Because most of the time what I know is kind of a feeling that creeps up. To be honest, to be fully honest, it was both. Just the thing is like, this guy is also a friend of mine, a personal friend. Mm -hmm. And he's been with the company since oh, the very, very makes beginning. Makes it way more complicated. Exactly. It's way more complicated. <laughs> yeah. And the entire time, and we done, we've done a lot of stuff together. He made a lot yeah. of money organically, which is yeah. easy as hell. Like, let's be fully honest, like yeah. to make 10 million with organic, easiest thing in the yeah. world. And he just couldn't, he just couldn't make it happen. And then the last thing, last resort was like, we got to get rid of him. And there's mm -hmm. no other way. And what I did was I actually stopped giving him any calls. And there was the next in line, which was Nico, who's now our sales manager, who's mm. fucking black and white. Difference between him and the guy before, nice. absolutely different. And I was already talking to him and I'm like, listen, as an experiment, I want to give you all the calls and I want, I want to have mm. you manage the team because everybody looks up to you. Yeah. Everybody from my sales team who had left over the years said all the same, like, hey, so-and-so sales manager, he's not good. And I was yeah. blinded by my loyalty and blinded by my friendship. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. worry, he's yeah, my yeah, friend. Yeah, 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 They're yeah. just shit talk. Because, you know, like, who should I rather believe? My friend or the person who leaves the company? Yeah. Right? But they're like, Max, I'm telling you this in good faith. One of the reasons why I leave is because X, Y, Z. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And then it kept happening. But I was so blinded. But I'm like, this is a person that's been with us the entire time. Yeah. I, loyalty. Loyalty is one of my highest values. Yeah. And I'm like, I just couldn't get over it. I get it. Could get over it. And then, and then we stopped giving him calls. All of a sudden, things started looking up. Things started mm. getting really good. And then, at some point, I think a month or two in, he messaged me. He's like, "Hey, Max, by the way, I'm out." He did not have the courtesy to maybe tell me personally. He did not have the courtesy to say, "Hey, let's hop on a call." 
He sent me SMS. I'm out. Mm. And I'm like, at this point, I was happy because I re- I had already uh, like moved on from him mm. two months before because yeah. because everything else in the company was already going away from him because he was just fucking up everything. Mm. And then I'm like, yo, no worries, it's all good, man. Yeah. Um, we've already kind of been transitioning away from you, anyways. I just didn't have the boss to tell you yet. And then he's like, yeah, but and I'm like, yeah, by the way, what's your plans now? You know, let's stay friends because I honestly want to stay friends with him, and I am still friends, which I'm happy about. We still yeah. send each other dumb memes and stuff like that on Instagram. <laughs> And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah. I've had like projects that I built on the site myself already, which I've never, he never told me. So apparently, oh, damn. yeah, okay. he's been running projects okay. on the side, and that's also why he'd been slacking off so much. And that was a pure energy drain. Yep. And it was funny because I, I got that feedback from clients. They're like, hey, like I was supposed to have a call with him, and he mm. didn't show up. I had this feedback from prospects. Mm. Hey, like I had this sales call with this guy, and he was not on point. He was weird. He didn't care. I got this feedback from everybody. The energy was just drained, and I could see in the meetings mm. back then when he was still on, the energy was drained. It was, it was, yeah. it was. We call it a circus of sadness. <laughs> it's so funny. And yeah. now we have the exact same team. We have a bunch of new people on board because we had to expand so much. We need to get more sales reps. But the core team minus him is still here, mm. and the entire energy is, I get it, fucking different. One hundred percent. It's so beautiful. So yeah. to answer your question, long or short, hundred percent. That energy drain is so real. Yeah. And now it's gone, and we're crushing. Can it's I give so Can beautiful. I give you a cool metaphor for this? Yes. I think I think this is really this is really valuable for the people listening. Um, like, you had this thought. Right, and you and you wrote it down like sales manager, sales manager, sales manager. That is actually when it's and it's not meant towards you. It's just um, this is actually when it's way too late because the way how our thoughts work, and we don't get nobody teaches us this, right? How how the fuck do should we know this as nobody teaches us this? Yeah. Um, imagine like you have uh, um, have a a plant that just. Boom, came out of the earth and it's like that is a thought springing up but yeah. that is actually um the end result mm. right that is actually something that has been brewing inside of you for weeks or months already. Ha, ha. and there's something like 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 a small um like, a like sm- the roots of yeah, the plant like a small root that is created yeah and out of this different root networks come out of it and they they stretch in different directions and that is kind of um, for example, if you if you meditate for a long time, you feel this, right? Like the the picture I had earlier with the with the ocean and the waves. Um, the wave is actually just the end product. And the more you focus on this, you realize, wait, the voice that I hear in my head or the pictures that I see in my head, that's actually not what is the interesting stuff. Because the more you you meditate or you do this con this it's called consciousness work, whatever you want to call it. You notice there's all this subtle processing going on underneath it, which nobody notices because the whole world is pulling you outside. Yeah. Right? The whole world is trying to distract you. Like, don't look there. Yeah. No, no, don't look there, motherfucker. Yeah. But when the more you do this, the more you get in touch with this subtle processing. It's called like this. Some people call it the subconscious, whatever. And you can actually get the thought at the head before it creates this whole network of... of, of um, um, this whole network of roots, which then spring into a bigger thought, you, you get it right when it gets created. And then you act on it. So you actually save a shit ton of time, actually save a shit ton of energy. And it's this thing like pushing something away or trying to ignore something. Oh, there's this weird feeling, right? It's always this, what people people uh, say, I got, a f- I got a feeling about this. Mm-hmm. Or something mm-hmm. feels wrong. Or yeah. something... Th- 
it's a, it's very weird to put it in words, but we, everybody who's listening, you know that when your intuition tells you something, when your body tells you something, right? The um, um, the nervous system doesn't lie. If your nervous system reacts, you're like, yeah, that's the truth. Doesn't matter what your mind is telling you. If the nervous system reacts, listen to it. And the the more you train this. Um, you actually don't invest all this energy in ignoring these thoughts and you can act on them way quicker, right? Because suddenly something ca comes up and you're like, oh shit, I don't know why, but we, we, we need to do this. Like you, sometimes you may don't even have a rational explanation that you can give to other people. But if you are so in tune with your own inner voice, which at the end of the day is guiding you in business, which needs to guide you in business, you can get, you can, um, um, make way better decisions. You save a shit ton of time, mm -hmm. you save a shit ton of energy and you're just, Let's call it more productive, more yeah. more more effective. Yeah. And there's always a, a, a way of, of um, I like to put it. Just if you're listening now, um, if you want to try this on on your own, like sit down and try and try to get beneath the mind. That's how I would put it. Mm. Right? You have these thoughts, but you have these thoughts going on. Some somebody, uh, some people may hear a voice. Right? There's a voice talking inside the head, or they see pictures, or both. Um, but try to just see them as the waves that is the final product. There's mm -hmm. something going on beneath this. And the more you get in touch with this, the more you actually ignore the stuff that is going on in your, in your head and you're more as woo as this maybe sound, <laughs> sounds. Mm -hmm. It's like, namaste, motherfucker. It's yeah. like you, you're more in touch with, with the, the natural flow of life, right? Yeah. Because we all have a natural flow. We all have different ups and downs of energy during the day. And the more you get in touch with this, like, you remove all the um, all the friction, yeah. which is fucking amazing. Yeah, because you have just you just have more energy. Life's better. Damn. Yeah, man. Alex, we gotta wrap things up because I gotta make my chicken before we head to the restaurant to yeah, get you the better, you better wagyu do chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's important, Alex. Uh, where can people find you, man? Like, uh, they want to check out more of you. What do you, what do they do? Instagram. Pretty YouTube. much, pretty much everything. Like uh, the good thing is, I, I just started my English podcast, so nice. uh, I did everything in German so far. But I was like, why? It's like it's the whole world out there. Yeah, uh, it's called the Enlightened Entrepreneur Podcast by me, by Alexander Waller. You can find it everywhere: Instagram, uh, YouTube. We'll leave uh, the stuff podcast yeah. in the description. I just sent well. you the links and like. Perfect. Perfect. Check him out. We'll slap yeah. them in the description, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Go give him a follow. Incredible guy. Man, it's been six years or something like that since we last spoke. Uh, yeah, five, five years. Five, five, six years. It's incredible. Yeah. Damn. Glad you made it out, buddy. Thanks a ton, man. Well, thanks for having me and uh, thanks for listening. Let's go crush. GG. <laughs>